I'm more excited to be talking to you about task management. You are going to love it. We have to accept that tech is coming into the world and we have to prepare our, our pupils for the real world. This method is really a game-changing way of invigilating, to be honest. Hello and welcome to the Surpass Assessment Community Podcast. Hi, Sam here from BTL and I'm joined today by Ian Brumford and Jackie Smith from BTL's um, service delivery department. So thank you for joining me today. Hello. Uh, the purpose of today's chat is just to get a bit of an insight into Ian and Jackie's role um, and the importance of the teams that they work with in ensuring um, an excellent service for all Surpass users. Um, so firstly, should we do some introductions? Um, Ian, do you want to start and just tell us kind of who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Um, so as I say, I'm Ian Brumford. I'm um, the head of service delivery at BTL. Um, I've worked at BTL now for almost 15 years. Um, primarily, that was that was as part of the account management team. Um, so most recently, I was a senior account manager or conducting our large scale implementation um, projects with Surpass, and then and then delivering the um, the account management for those those particular customers as well. Um, so I bring, I guess, with that a wealth of experience of, of customer service. Yes, I guess you've got kind of um, a lot of experience from both knowledge of Surpass as a product, but also dealing with the customers themselves and building up those relationships with them, which I guess is just as important in in your new role as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know, often, um, you know, we need to understand exactly how the customer is using Surpass and, you know, some of the um, the kind of intricacies of the system that they're using. Um, so, yeah, developing those relationships with them uh, really helps for, for us, hopefully, to be able to give them a that, that good customer service. Yeah. And uh, and Jackie, how about, how about you? What's, um, what's your role within the team? Hi, I'm Jackie Smith and I'm the service desk manager. Um, so main responsibility is obviously overseeing um, the, you know, and facilitating the service desk, making sure that we've got um, enough cover to cover our shifts, people available on the phones um, for, for customers calling in. And then just being a point of escalation really for the desk as well, coordinating training and, and knowledge sharing with the team and just sort of, you know, supporting them through their development um, as, as they, as they you know, the, the plan being as they move through the BTL company. Yes, I think we'll probably touch on some of those points um, later, but this is kind of the first time that the desk have had a, a dedicated manager in a role such as yours, isn't it? Um, can, can you see kind of the benefits that that's been having already? Yeah, I think they've had sort of a supervisor role before, obviously, you know, management in place, but it's the first time that they've had um, their own dedicated manage, manager for the team. And um, I think just as the, you know, as, as the business is growing, as our customer base is growing, um, it's just what was needed. I think it was the right time for it to, for, for it to come in. Um, they just needed that additional support and that focus to, um, you know, help them develop and ensure that we're providing, the, you know, the great customer service that we want to deliver to our customers. Yeah, Um so just um, going back to, to your role, Ian, um, so you mentioned that you've, you have worked with BTL for a number of years. Has it been beneficial having kind of those years of experience and, and what kind of experience is there within the teams that you manage? Like, do, do people have a lot of experience from either within the company or in similar roles elsewhere? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I think, you know, as a company, BTL um, 
is is probably quite unique in a way the the longevity of the staff you know a lot of people have worked here for quite a long time um so you have that you know you have that experience um people understand surpass they understand our customers um but also as well you know we do have um a nice mix so there are a lot of um sort of newer members of the team so Jackie for example obviously has joined recently but but we have quite a nice mix there in that that they'll bring some new ideas you know different ways of working that they've perhaps learned um in previous roles and so as i say we've got a nice you know a nice mixture of both experience from BTL standpoint and and from people outside yeah i guess it's nice to have kind of some fresh ideas coming in but then surpass is such a big product as well but that's something you just pick up a lot of don't you through working with it day to day as well mm-hmm. yeah yeah completely just as you say you you just learn that over over time um so yeah we we've got that great mix yeah, so um, Jackie, you you kind of came to BTL relatively recently, didn't you? From outside yeah. the company, um, how does your role within BTL compare to similar positions you've had elsewhere? Have you been able to bring a lot of those fresh ideas in? Yeah, so I've, I've, I'm coming up to about five months with BTL now. Um, although it feels like I've been here forever, I think it's 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 you know such a nice family sort of um, it's got a nice family feel to it working here. Um, but yeah, it's 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 similar and it's different in, 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 in it's, and it's strange because obviously there's a lot of elements of a help desk um, or a support desk that can be the same across any business. But then it's very different here in the, the nature of the product. So um, a lot of the help desks that I've worked on previously have been very um, scripted in that, you know, if a certain fault happens, this is what you do to fix it. And it's been very um, quick um ticket management whereas whereas with the surpass product with it being such a, a large product and so many different areas of it and customers using it in such different ways um when a, when a, an issue is reported to the desk you know there's a lot of knowledge and a lot of ex, a lot of testing and and um sort of issue replication that the desk have to do in order to to understand what issue the customer is experiencing so it's not you know it's not as easy as saying when this happens this is what you tell the customer to do there's a little bit of that but quite often the desks are, are required to apply a quite a lot of knowledge that they've built up um, on the time here and, and apply that to resolve the customer's issue so it's quite different to what i've been used to before um, but like i say you know a, a help desk you know is a help desk and there's a lot of elements that are the same across the board mm. Yeah, I think everybody's probably got some experience of having to ring a, a help desk of yeah. some sort. And it, <laughs> yeah. and it really makes a difference, doesn't it, when the the, the person at the other end has the knowledge or yeah. just actually this is, wants to help you. Yeah, this is definitely um, more of a technical help desk than I've worked with before. Um, I guess previously, like I say, it's been scripted and you're sort of, you know, guiding your, your help desk advisors on um how to respond to a call, but with this side, there's a lot more technical knowledge required in order for the desk to um, identify issues and, and provide feedback for the customer. Mm. Yeah, they must, and I imagine it's the same across um, all teams in the department as well, they must kind of build up those quite close relationships. And I know in, um, I was recently speaking to somebody about our test centre network, for example, and they one of the things they highlighted was the kind of human element of BTL and mm. that you feel like you're dealing with a person as opposed to 
just a company and is that the same for the service desk as well did, did yeah, the team I mean, have quite a close relationship with their customers yeah it's, it's a small desk there's me and then there's seven advisors so if, if you contact btl you are going to get one of those seven people it's not a massive you know floor of of, of people sat at computers you know answering calls that are ringing off the hook you know it's 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 a small team we work very closely together we, we communicate really well together and then you know that knowledge sharing and 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 and, and things like that happens really it's really fluid within the team that you know the guys will work on an issue that they've maybe not seen before and that gets fed back we have regular meetings you know every week we have a, a review meeting with the team where we can discuss issues that have come up or an issue that someone's stuck with and you know we, we hash it out as a team to understand you know pull all those different um ideas and that diff- that different levels of experience that the guys have have and work together to maybe get to the bottom of an issue or to share that experience that one of the guys has had so that it's um the whole team is aware of it yes it sounds like a, a really collaborative effort it now, is which yeah is quite key across btl um yeah I think as well, sorry Sam, I was just going to say, I think, you know, from BTL's perspective, the collaboration side of it is huge. You know, it isn't just amongst the service desk, you know, there's there's other teams within my team um, that, that, that have to work very closely with the service desk. So we've got live services and the service delivery managers. And I think, you know, it's really important that everyone is pulling together in the same direction and so the the guys on the service desk will feel comfortable in going to talk to a service delivery manager to ask for some advice um but also even outside of our our team and and over towards the kind of technical architects and things like that you know it's all about those relationships that we've that we've got and we're able to utilize um that that does really help Mm. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned other teams there, so service delivery managers and um, live services. So for anyone who might not know, what what's um, within the responsibilities of, of those teams? Okay, yeah, sure. So the service delivery managers, um, they're effectively, so they're working extremely closely with, with the customers um, and, and each service delivery manager. So um, within that team, there are five service delivery managers, and and it, each one of those five will have a, um, a handful of clients that they that they manage effectively, and so they're working with those clients, um, you know, tracking issues, um, you know, supporting the service desk with any any ongoing things, you know. So they're the sort of the escalate point. Um, for for specific customers, um, so as like an account manager, you know, a customer will have a dedicated an account manager. Um, all customers have their own dedicated service delivery manager as well to to sort of work with. So they're um, all kind of working together with the desk, like you said, other departments as well, and and sharing knowledge between them of, I suppose, how customers are using Surpass and and things like yeah. that. Exactly that, yeah. So how they're using it, you know, any any kind of impediments that the customers might have, um, but also you know they're they're going having either face to face or kind of weekly or fortnightly catch ups with the customers, you know, just keeping abreast of all the things that they're doing, you know, whether there's an upcoming exam series uh, that we need to be mindful of, so that that Jackie and her team are, are aware that you know candidates will be sitting down shortly and and. You know, for us to be ready just in case anything anything should happen. Um, so yeah, that's that's essentially the service delivery managers. You know, they are the the kind of the the point of contact. And then um, live services as well. Sorry. So what's the 
what's their primary responsibility? So the live service team then, it comprises of uh, application support uh, and deployments, database administrators, and then the, the infrastructure team. Um, and essentially, there's two roles really within that whole team. Um, you've got the kind of the ongoing um, maintenance and, and support of the infrastructure and those environments so that um, customers can continue to, to run without issue and to deliver tests. You know, so all of our, all of our um, servers are hosted in Azure. And so they're, they're kind of continually monitoring those services to make sure that they're running um, without issue. You know, there's enough um, kind of storage and enough, um, enough kind of um, space on those servers to, to be able to run effectively. Uh, and they'll provide kind of root cause analysis for issues if, you know, if the service desk have, have, have looked to triage something and um, there's only so far that they can get um, they would assign a ticket then to the to the live services team who could, who are able they've got access a bit sort of greater access to the systems and they can they can look under the hood um, and start so, so much to, more technical look at surpasses it within those teams as opposed to from um, the user perspective of like maybe trying to replicate an issue in the system or something. Exactly that, yeah. The service desk would almost always be looking in the user interface, so within Surpass itself, to try and replicate an issue. Um, and sometimes that just isn't possible, you know, a certain customer data or a certain kind of scale that it's been used at just means it's difficult for the for those service desk guys to, to replicate it. And so um, sometimes you do need that, you know, to be able to look at the data underneath and 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 analyze it that way. And so that's part of what the live service team will do. And then the other half is really is um, kind of around um, project work almost, you know, so with our customers, we have a lot of projects going on. So it might be that we're migrating their data from uh, one service provider to another, or, you know, in some cases, some customers are, are looking at um, security audits and um, improvements to, to systems um, based, on, based on those audits. And so they're managing also quite a, quite a large portfolio of projects um, with specific customers. Um, okay. Sounds like a very proactive kind of team that it's not just a case of a call comes in and, and dealing with that and reacting to it. It's... Um, being aware of what's going on so that you're minimizing any issues that might crop up and also working on things to improve services overall or um, enhance services for customers as well. Exactly that, yeah. There's, yeah, as you say, I think probably, you know, if we were to break it down, it would, it would almost be a 50-50 split in terms of the live day-to-day -day operations and then all these projects around GDPR and, and security and things like that are um, taking up the, the other half of the team. Yeah, so I guess um, it's obvious how the teams work closely together, but I suppose, Jackie, the service desk are kind of the first point of contact, are they, for BTL for a lot of SPAS users? Yeah, I think for yeah for most of our users, they're going to be you know I refer to them as the face of the business. So for some for some of our customers, the service desk might be the only interaction that they have with with BTL once they're up and running, um, and, and I think that's why it's so important that that we get it right so that that experience that they have with us is a positive one. Um, so you know we're, we're my guys are speaking to the customer as the face of BTL, and then 
the the team are often then translating what the customer is experiencing for the rest of the business. You know, whether they're speaking to a development team or live services or an SDM, they, you know, they're trying to interpret what the customer is experiencing um, in a way that, that, that the other BTL teams can then apply a fix or, or provide some assistance. Yeah, so it's quite a lot of um, responsibility within the team, mm. then, like you said, to manage those relationships and provide that excellent service. And yeah. like, no doubt, I mean, I imagine some things that come through are maybe relatively simple things, other things might be more complex, might take a bit longer to resolve. So how do they manage things like that? Is it just using their knowledge and training and, and keeping customers up to date as much as possible? Yeah, so we, 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 we like you say, we do have a very a, a varied range of ticket types that we get in. It could just be somebody asking, you know, a very basic question about how the system can be used that the guys can quite easily respond to and point the user in the direction of the help guides that are available and, and, and all the way up to, you know, a, a quite um, tricky, um, complicated issue that is being experienced on the system and, and, you know, with various reasons that could have caused that. Um, so the desk will, you know, work through, try and, re- the, first, the first thing they need to do is try and replicate that issue so that they can see it. Um, once they're able to do that, they can work with the other teams to understand what's actually causing it and, and what needs to be done to fix it. Yeah, and do you do, um, do, you do a lot of kind of tracking and, and logging in the system and analysis of, of kind of things that are coming up as well? Is that Part of yeah, all the yeah, all all the interactions with the desk are tracked in our in our ticketing system. Um, it's currently we're currently going through the process of renewing that system, um, and and the new system will be available later this year. Will allow us a lot better, a lot more detailed analysis um, of the tickets that we're getting. Which um, is you know I'm I'm quite looking forward to. I'm quite excited about that because it'll it'll give me a you know a, a clearer picture of the type of stuff that we're receiving and and what you know help us understand what we can do to to be better at what at what we're doing and how can we help that customer and and you know be more proactive in in stopping issues before they occur yeah because i think that is definitely something that jackie and i are both keen on kind of as part of our both of our kind of sort of recent um you know recent starts in our roles is that we want to we want to understand more where the issues are and understand kind of where you know the team, you know, where the team can improve in order to to communicate better to customers. Because I think one thing that we've talked about quite a lot is the um, regular updates to customers. You know, and so even if actually there isn't necessarily um, a concrete update to give, just the just that information that you know we're still investigating it, and you know the team are, are looking at. X, Y, and Z. Um, even that, I think, provides reassurance. And so, I've certainly noticed since since Jackie started, you know, that 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 is happening a lot more. Um, and and customers hopefully are feeling, you know, less in the dark and you know are, are kept regularly up to date. Yeah, I think it's important, isn't it? Like I said, just building that trust and that confidence that even if it's just a case of saying we haven't forgotten, we're still investigating this. This is what we're doing. Um, as long as you know somebody is looking into it for you and you know people must understand that sometimes it's not always going to be something really easy to get to the bottom of but must appreciate that you're doing all you can and I think communication is just important across all parts of the business really isn't it? 
Yeah. yeah from, I was going to say, from a customer's point of view, the worst the worst experience they can have is is telling us that they've got an issue and then them just feeling like it's dropped into a black hole because they mm-hmm. don't hear anything. Um, I'm quite I'm quite keen with the guys that even if it's there's no progress or it's you know it's sat with a team that are looking into it, we we give that update to the customer regularly so that the customer knows that we're looking into it. We set their expectations um, so that there's you know there's no there's no need for the customer to get back in touch with us to change anything because they're fully aware of of the situation for their ticket and where it's sat mm. um, and what's happening with it. And that's the, that's the experience that I want our customers to have that that like you say that trust that we are actually dealing with with it for them yeah it's like yeah. proactiveness as well mm-hmm. isn't it that i think is always appreciated yeah so you talked a bit about kind of communication with customers there um, and i think with support desk i think they you know obviously people usually call support desk because they've got an issue and it's inevitable that um people will need help from time to time but there's a lot of positives as well isn't there like i know within btl we're quite good at sharing information on when things have gone well with customers and when we've had positive feedback is that quite important for your teams as well yeah speaking for the desk i think like you say the nature of a support desk is nobody generally rings up just to tell us wow things are fantastic you're doing a great job and that's the end of the call we generally get contacted because something's gone wrong or someone's having a problem with something or they want some information so it is really you know it's great for the guys when we get feedback and it, it does usually come sort of through the account managers or through the sdms um, in the meetings that they're having and um, when the guys get that feedback that that you know a thank you or they've done a good job or when we get site you know uh, customers visiting site and they come and actually meet the desk advisors face to face and and they suddenly put a face to the name and they can have a chat and you know they'll often say you know they'll refer back to a ticket that maybe one of the advisors worked on for them and that makes a really big difference for the guys because it you know it, it helps them realize that they are actually making a difference they are supporting somebody and um you know that the job that they're doing is a good one yeah, I mean, I think from my perspective, that obviously, you know, is huge for the, those guys on the service desk, but also the team as a whole. So again, I'm talking here, service desk, life services and service delivery managers. For me, I'm really keen to kind of increase the exposure of, of our team, you know, because a lot of really, really great work happens within that team. And I think in the past, it's been, there's been um, a tendency for that to be almost, um kind of swept under the rug almost yeah. um, and the, the guys you know they just move straight on to the next thing whereas actually I'm I'm keen for them to to get some recognition for the stuff they're doing but also to to get out there and to to meet with customers meet with um, suppliers um, you know attend our kind of annual conference things like that you know where where actually the you know you you, you get to understand what it is we're doing and why we're doing it um, so for me, that's that's something that I'm really um, I've already started kind of pushing quite heavily with with the teams, um, and will continue to do so. Yeah, I think that's another important thing is it's putting faces to names, and like you said, we do have our annual conference, which is a really good opportunity to actually hear about what people are doing with the pass, and it's um, always a really positive event. Um, mm. You know, people talking about what they've managed to achieve, which teams like yours traditionally perhaps wouldn't have necessarily got to see that side of it Um, but they are like we were saying they are one of the first points of contacts for customers so understanding maybe some challenges they've faced or how they're using the system must be really invaluable to them 
Yeah, completely. I think, you know, I think that has been underestimated in the past. And so, you know, for anyone who um, is keen within my team to, to get involved in that, then I'm certainly not going to be, you know, putting up any blockers to that. Um, just finally then, um, before we go, I think we've talked quite a lot about um, your roles and some of the the things you maybe want to implement from your experience. We've talked like a bit about the new ticketing system and customer visits and things. Mm. Is there any other things that you're kind of currently, currently working on or want to achieve as you kind of um, settle more into these new roles? Yeah, from my point of view, my, my main driver at the moment is around, um, I sort of alluded to it a little bit before, the, the knowledge sharing and the training on the desk. So there's loads of pockets of expertise within the team. Um, and I'm just trying to, you know, get to the point where we can, sh you know, we, we're sharing that around the team so that everybody can can manage every ticket. We're not, there'll always, there'll always be, I think, subject matter experts and the level of technical ability across the team does vary. Um but I want, you know, I want to do what we can to share that around the team and, and build up people's confidence and their skills and their abilities so that, so that um, you know, we're a fully trained, you know, highly capable team for all the types of issues that come in from the customers. Yeah. It's such a complex product, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like you said, yeah. you, you almost can never know everything, but the more knowledge that, that can be shared, um, yeah. the better, mm. really. Yeah. Um, so from my perspective, I think... Um, a lot of what's already being done is is excellent. You know, I don't, I'm not looking to make huge changes, but I think really just to make sure that um, the work that we're doing is is kind of celebrated and communicated around around the business. You know, getting that visibility up a little bit more, um, I think, will help to instill a feeling of pride within the team, um, which can only be a good thing and can only, I think, improve the the kind of customer service that we're able to give because people are are really you know they're proud to do it and and they can see see the impact that they're having as a team yeah it all sounds like really positive stuff and, and like you said it's not necessarily that um things need to change but i think when there's kind of changes in roles it's always a good opportunity to look at things a bit differently and and bring some of that experience um that you've had previously as well so that it all sounds um really good and that's been really insightful really interesting to chat about so um thank you both for chatting me chatting to me today um i hope you've managed to kind of uh say everything you wanted to about the work of your teams because it obviously is kind of you know they are really important teams to you know both excellent customer service and to everyday users of surpass as well yeah okay thank, thank you. you very much thanks Sam. Hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. To keep up to date with the latest information from our Surpass community, just visit surpass.com. And we'll be back with another podcast soon. Thank you for listening.